Welcome to On the Journey Conversations. I'm your host, Sandy Wisdom Martin. Today's episode is brought to you by the Christian Women's Leadership Center of Women's Missionary Union, where God's mission is our passion. Today's guest is Dr. Cindy Townsend. She serves as the minister to women at First Baptist Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Cindy's passion is equipping women and students to discover their potential in Christ Jesus. Missions is her heart. That heart has taken her as far away as Romania, Thailand, China, and with orphans in the hills of Haiti, and as close as neighbors and a mission center near her local church. Cindy enjoys serving as a speaker, a Bible study leader for retreats, conferences, and a freelance writer for blogs and mission-focused articles. Cindy, welcome to the podcast. Well, I'm delighted to be with you, Sandy. Um, Honestly, you are one of my mission heroes, and I mean that with all of my heart. So any conversation with you is just wonderful to me. Oh, thank you, Cindy. That is very kind of you. I feel the same way. Cindy, I'm just going to jump right in because I know you have something important that we need to hear in this season. You've been studying and teaching on the topic of anxious women and anxious times over the past year or so. Could you share with us today why you began this study on anxiety? I began to study about anxiety for two reasons. One is because of the anxiety I had experienced in my own life. When I was younger, I had anxiety of just whether I was going to be late for school or not. But as the years passed, I realized that we have something that we can be anxious about every day of our lives. So so my own experience is one of the reasons I started studying it from God's Word. And the other reason is the precious women that I love so much that I've been counseling that have come in with all kinds of anxious thoughts and, and heavy burdens. And I wanted to study it to offer them a hope beyond the anxiety they were experiencing every day. You know, as Christian women, we find ourselves often, Sandy, leaning into the world's self-helps, whether it be self-help books or self-help webinars. And as Christian women, we need to offer our thrice holy God as our hope and our strength in the midst of anxiety. So that those are the reasons. It was my own personal journey of anxiety and also the love that I had for the women who were so anxious that I found coming often to me uh, for hope beyond their moment of anxiety. Cindy, COVID-19 is causing widespread fear and anxiety nationally and globally. That's why I really wanted to hear from you on this topic. As we start thinking about um, the topic of anxiety, I think three things are really important. First of all, anxiety is a reality of this life. We are living in anxious times. The anxious times are not going to go away. That is, that is something we can read about in Scripture. Matter of fact, the closer we get to the Lord coming back, Sandy, the more anxious the times will be around us. So we have to find a hope beyond this, this moment. So anxious moments are a reality. Number two is that if you're anxious, you're in great company because, you know, some of the greatest heroes and men and women of the faith have been anxious and even depressed. I think about Charles Spurgeon, the great preacher, and he confessed that he was anxious. And then I think about C.S. Lewis and all that he wrote about his anxious thoughts. 
but also the biblical characters throughout history. Uh, we're in good company there too, because I think about Naomi. She was so anxious in the loss of her husband and where she found herself that she said, change my name from Naomi to Mara, which means bitter. I think about Elijah in First Kings where uh, he called down fire from heaven, Sandy, and then the five or six verses later, he's saying, take my life. He was so anxious and depressed. But, you know, I think the champion of anxious thoughts that I really turn to and even how to handle anxiety is David, because David's own son turned against him and he he was anxious over that. Saul was sought him out to kill him. and He was anxious over that and even found himself in a cave trying to to hide in anxiety. And then also David was anxious because of the, his own sin in his life. And I've been reading through the Psalms this past month and Sandy. David did what we all need to do when we approach anxious thoughts. He poured it out all out to God. And he said, Lord, this is, this is terrible. They're trying to kill me. Lord, these thoughts that I have in my mind, it's, it's haunting me day and night. And then he flips it around and he says, but I take refuge in you and my hope is in you, Lord. So I love the fact that we're in good company, that um, the heroes of the faith even understood anxiety. And, and thirdly, that our hope is trusting that God keeps his promises. And he addresses all throughout his word how we can handle anxiety. So that's just some of our thoughts in kind of moving into this topic today. Cindy, would you share some of the specific treasures that you've received from your study? We want everyone today to be encouraged from your experiences. As I think about the treasures from this study, I would have to be very honest with you in saying the treasure is the person of the Lord himself, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, because God, the Father cares for us. God, the Son values us, Sandy, and God, the Holy Spirit lives within us. And so when we feel anxious, he's the great, the Holy Spirit's the great paraclete that encourages us and gives us strength and hope. So he's the treasure. He is the real treasure. But also in, in studying um, and thinking about him as the treasure, I asked the Lord to, to give me some thoughts about ha- our handles and that I can pass on to women and that I can use in my own life that will remind me that when I'm anxious of where to go. And so there's really three experiential treasures that I've discovered. They are the joyride, the trust fall, and the faith walk. I bet those are very familiar. And I think the Lord gave those to my heart as I was studying, because I think we can all identify with those in some way. Cindy, go ahead and tell us about the joy ride. When I think about the joy ride and how it relates to anxious times, I think about taking my children to an amusement park when they were younger and their favorite ride in all the amusement park were the roller coasters. I mean, and it usually was the tallest one. Uh, That was not my favorite thing to do, Sandy. But because I love them, I would get on those roller coasters. And as I was studying anxious times and the anxiety we feel in our lives, I I thought so much about how um, our lives are like a roller coaster because the roller coaster inches its way up little by little And then you get to the top and usually there's a little pause and then it plummets to the bottom. I did a little research on roller coasters recently. Actually, I Googled it. That's about as far as the research went. 
And I discovered there's a roller coaster in Utah that's called the Cannonball. And it goes up in the air 208 feet. Then it gets to the top and pauses, and then it plummets to the ground. But something's very unique about this particular roller coaster in that as it plummets to the ground, it doesn't just go to the ground, it goes under the ground into a dark tunnel. I think about our lives and anxious times like that particular roller coaster because when things are moving up in our life and things are going well, we're smiling and singing, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then we get to the pinnacle and there's a pause and there's some stillness with the Lord and we're still singing, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then life plummets into difficulties and anxious times and we're shouting and screaming with all of our might, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And even saying, oh Lord, let your joy be our strength. And for many of us, We've gone not just to the ground in those kind of experiences, but we've been in the deep, dark tunnel of anxiety. Sandy, I know I have at times, and I found something so beautiful in that deep, dark tunnel, and that is what Isaiah 45, 3 says. He says, I will give you treasures in the darkness, and I will call you by name. It's as if, Sandy, when I've been in the deep, dark tunnel of anxiety, I've heard the Lord saying, Cindy. Cindy, I see where you are. I've got this. And not only that, I experience a different kind of joy in the Lord in that deep, dark tunnel that every woman can experience, an intimacy with God that I would have never found any other way. Beautiful. Thank you. Certainly, we can all relate to the ups and downs of life and needing the joy of the Lord during anxious days. You mentioned The trust fall. That sounds like one of the adventures we had at summer camp as teenagers. You stand high on the edge of a platform and your friends encourage you to fall backwards into their arms. Is that the image you want us to think about and how it relates to anxiety? Sandy, the trust fall that you've just described is so much like what we need to do as women longing for the world to see God in us as we walk through anxious times and as we experience anxiety, because we are going to be in circumstances beyond ourselves. And it's as if circumstances of life and anxious times is kind of like us, our backs up against a wall. And he's our only hope. We find ourselves saying, our only hope is you, Jesus. What we need to do at that point in time is lean into Him and trust Him to catch us as we fall into His arms. And we discover Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which we all know so well, that we lean not on our own understanding, but we trust the Lord with all of our heart. And when we do, He directs our paths. And when we do, He comforts us because He catches us. In all my years of living, and I've lived a lot of years, He has been trustworthy. He has never failed me. And I know you can say the same. I'm so thankful for that. Love the hymn that I've been singing a lot lately. And it's a hymn called, He Will Hold Me Fast. When I think of a trust fall, just falling back in his arms when I need him most in these anxious times, I think of him holding me fast and a comfort that only he can give. I also think about when I was a little girl, seven years old, 
I lived across the street from a woman named Miss Hogan. And Miss Hogan, I thought she was famous, only to realize later that she was just famous to me, but she was a wonderful artist. And she would paint, and her dream was for me to be a painter one day. And she was going to teach me as a little girl how to paint. I think I fell short on that part, Sandy. But I do remember one thing in particular that happened at Miss Hogan's house. I would go into her art studio, and I would brag on her pictures and say, Oh, this is so beautiful. This painting is gorgeous, Miss Hogan. And then one day, I said, Miss Hogan. That is the ugliest picture I have ever seen you paint. And she reprimanded me in a loving way and said, no, it's the most beautiful picture in my studio. I said, how so? She said, that's my trust picture. I said, Miss Hogan, I don't understand. I see a raging storm. I see a big ocean with waves hitting a big rock. I see the colors of gray and black and horrible and the rain coming down and the storm raging. And she said, but what else do you see? I said, that's all I see. It's ugly. And she said, no, there's beauty in that storm. Because guess what? I'm in that picture, Cindy. And I said, how so? She said, that big rock well, that's the Lord. He's my solid rock. And when I lost my husband, my world was a storm. But inside that rock, do you see what I painted? And Sandy, I leaned in closer and there was a little bird as calm as can be in a nest inside the cleft of that rock in the midst of the storm. She said, that's me. He comforts me. And I realized in my storm that I can fall into the arms of my trustworthy Savior, and that He's going to comfort me through all of life. So I don't have to be anxious for anything. Now, that's a picture I will never forget. That happened when I was seven years old. But I remember it so well, because that is how trustworthy He is. When we are anxious, and we have anxious thoughts, we can fall into His arms, and He will hold us fast. What beautiful imagery. And now I'm reminded of a song. He hideth my soul. One line of that song says, He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock. And another line says, He hideth my life with the depths of his love. Cindy, now tell us more about the faith walk experience and how it relates to anxiety. When I think about a faith walk, I'm reminded of when I was a teenager going to youth camp and they put a blindfold on me, told me that my partner that I was to listen to was far, far away and I needed to identify that voice and get to that voice as quickly as I could. But there were all kinds of distractions in the way. And sometimes the voice would be very, very quiet, very, very soft. And it was hard for me to, to hear the voice. So it is in our life many times, especially during anxious times, when our lives are filled with anxiety. We need to pause and realize that this is a faith walk and that we truly have no eyes to see what tomorrow holds. But we do know who holds tomorrow, and that gives us confidence in our anxious times. You know, the 
the thing that is the opposite, when we really think of the opposite of faith, we think of fear. And fear is mentioned 365 times in the Word of God. That's a lot of fear. So fear usually brings about anxiety. But the opposite of fear is faith. A couple of years ago, I told my husband, I said, let's make the motto for our life this year that faith will be our default place to go when we encounter difficult times, not fear. Fear will not be our default place to go. We will counter it through faith in the Lord. That's easier said than done. I think that's the reason fear is mentioned so many times in the Word of God. But truly, as we think about our anxiety, we realize that knocking at the door of our life, Sandy, will be something always that can cause us anxiety. A month or so ago, Anne Graham Lotz came to speak at our church. And she's a great woman of faith, Billy Graham's daughter. And she talked about a day that something knocked at the door of her life. It was after her husband, she found her husband in her backyard who had passed away. Not long after that, her father, Billy Graham, died. And then months after that, she was diagnosed with cancer. And she said knocking at the door of her life for the first time was the anxious feeling of loneliness. Loneliness, she said, kept knocking at the door of her life. And as she was saying that, I thought, you know, loneliness has knocked at the door of all of our lives, if we're being honest. But somehow I thought it might bypass Anne Graham Watts. And she said, but you know what I did? I went to the door and I did not open that door. I did not open the door for loneliness to come in and settle and take residence in my life. Instead, I countered what was knocking at the door of my life with faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I said, Holy Spirit, you are my companion. Holy Spirit, you are all I need. Holy Spirit, you can give me confidence to walk through these tough times. And as she was speaking, Sandy, I couldn't help but think of a, a word that God gave me at, at a time in my life when I was anxious and lonely. And it was how important it is for us to turn our loneliness into solitude with the living God. We can discover something about Him and the companionship that He offers us as we take a faith walk through difficult times through whatever's knocking at the door of our lives. And then our faith walk becomes a confident walk in what only God can do in us. And after all, Sandy, it's all about Him. It's not about us after all, is it? It is not about us. Cindy, is there a final thought that you could share with us, maybe even recapping the three treasures? Don't we want the power of the Lord to shine through even our most difficult and anxious days? That's our desire, but that's not always what we do, is it? I think what we need to do is boldly remember life is a joy ride. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Life is a trust fall. We have to fall into His arms when we don't have any other place we can go because he will give us the comfort that we need. And life 
is a faith walk where whatever is knocking at the door of our life, we can answer it in faith and say, get thee behind me, whatever's knocking and trying to destroy us and say, anxiety will not overcome me because by faith in the Holy Spirit that lives within me, I know that I have a confidence that only God can give. Hopefully the world will look on and say, wow, how did she walk through that? And we can point them to Jesus and say, he pointed the way, he gave me the strength. Cindy, these are anxious days, but you have given us some great handles to know how to deal with anxiety and fear. And I want to say thank you for being on today's podcast. Sandy, what a joy it's been to be with you today. And I pray that just some of the conversation that we have shared will encourage the hearts of anxious women in anxious times to draw their strength from the Lord God Almighty. May God bless and keep you, Sandy, and every woman listening to this podcast right now. Amen. Thank you for listening to this edition of On the Journey Conversations. 